Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Please put on your 3D glasses now. Welcome to. Hmm? You want to say it? You want to say a title? Yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah, yeah no, I'm yeah, sorry. To. Oh, welcome to Andy and Tim's. Oh, I knew that was a mistake. The podcast movies. You're right. It well, is. It we, is a podcast. We talking movies. Well done, Tim. Of pictures. That's them, and I'm us. Welcome to the Talking Movies Pictures Movie Show. My name is Andy Price. I'm here with my co-host. I'm going to say it, Tim, because I'm not confident that you remember how to say your own name name. properly, okay? So I'm just going to say it. Gim Tuddings. Did I get that wrong? Bang bang on, bang on. Oh, good, good, good. Welcome back to the show. My name is Andy Price, and here is my co-host, Tim Goodings. Hello. What have you been (laughs) up to this week, Tim? I watched Patterson with you. Yeah, me too. With you. Oh, yeah. You didn't like it. I liked it. Um, You didn't like that nothing happened. I liked that nothing happened and then something happened. Interestingly, though, I do like movies where nothing happens a lot. Yeah, go on. Just not that particular one. Why? Because of Adam Driver. And he was a driver. And that scared, confused you. And his name was Patterson. He was living in Patterson. And you thought the confluence of too many names was too much. Go on. That's it. Oh, okay. Then, yes, you're right. Good, I thought it was. I really like our chats at the beginning, Tim. I think they really say a lot about us. They really spark. I think they pop. And they fizzle. They taste like Lidl's own brand Coke Zero. Bad. Fine. Just okay. Just It's, it's fine. It's time for um, the Marvel. Talking Movies. <laughs> it's time for Marvel News. Yep. Yeah, is that okay? Oh, absolutely. I mean... No, go on. Time for Marvel news. Is it? Yep. Uh, you know what, right? The listeners are thinking, oh, great fucking joke, Marvel news, they never have anything. No, I've got some actual Marvel news this, this week. Yeah, I assume there are someone out there. Um, yeah, so uh, we do actually, I do actually have something. Don't worry, it's not a fucking, it's not a bit. Oh, it's nothing. Oh, oh check his notes. Oh, oh, yeah. oh funny, uh, there's nothing there. Yeah, no, stupid. I've got some Marvel news. Um, so apparently, uh, this Justice League Two has been pushed back because of the uh, the schedule change. Batman is going to be scheduled after the first Justice League movie, and um, 
Zack Snyder is working on his own particular individual project before moving on to Justice League Two. Justice uh, League Two. Yeah, so he's not that's, he's not going to go straight into two after he's done the first Justice League. Okay, so he's doing you, his own movie yeah, in between. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, because Batman has been moved. I think it's moved, been moved up. Maybe Tim, I don't I don't want to make you feel bad about yourself. Oh, good. That's nice of you. Thank you. Um, I don't want you to feel stupid. No, no. I'm, I'm intelligent uh, or ugly or <laughs> smelly. But mm-hmm. what you've done there is talked about. A DC movie. Yeah, which Marvel no. produced. No. DC is separate to Marvel. So All DC right. did... All right, nerd. That's racist. But DC <laughs> did DC did Batman. Yeah. DC did Superman. And Marvel did... Otherwise known as Batman and Superman. Marvel did Batman and Superman. No, Marvel did the other ones. We can't remember them Justice because League. they're not as famous. And no one remembers that. I don't, think, I don't I, remember. I don't think they've done anything. Andy. DC su- did Suicide Squad. Oh, they did that. And what you're talking about, Justice League Two, mm-hmm. is 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 DC. It's suicide. It's not Marvel news, Tim. I'm sorry. Tim. Hold on, Andy. So, are you saying that if that's not Marvel news, there is no Marvel. Then there's no Marvel there's news. There's no this Marvel week. news this week. That can't be right. It seems weird. I know it seems weird. <laughs> Just check your pockets. Right, okay. What have I got? Wrigley's Extra. Is that made by Marvel? That's that's weirdly the only thing I have in my pockets. You check... What about your shirt pocket? So I've got Sony there? headphones. Who owns Sony? No, look, look. Shirt, shirt pocket. What's in there? I can see something in there. Oh, is it a Spider-Man trailer? No. What's next? So, well, I guess uh, regular movie news. I'm going to refer to, uh, obviously, Cinema Blend again. Obviously, the Reuters. It's really, yeah. I don't, I don't know what Reuters is. You do this, so this every single time. I've done it the second time. but I don't know what Reuters is. I would say it's the place where all the industry people get their, their news from. And actually, and you'll know if you're listening and you try to get on Cinema Blend, you can't do it because if you're not in the industry, you can't get access. You need a password. You've got to apply for an application to get a certain you've got to kind apply of for an application. Perfection. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even the application yeah. has an application process. Yeah. There's there's a special um, ISP that only uh, people that know movies have access to. Yeah. Internet special place as well. Yeah. Exactly. For, yeah, which and, is the website. It, yeah. So you've got to have the Cinema Cinema Blend I, okay. ISP to access the website. But okay, so we've got a couple of a couple of stories this week, and why don't we start with hard hitting journalism? Why Martin Scorsese sees has stopped watching new movies. Well, it actually, it says has basically, basically stopped watching stopped new movies. If you new read, movies, if you're actually yeah. reading the headline verbatim from the website, he's so basic. So Martin Scorsese is, is a new film Silence. Is it called Silence? I don't know. It doesn't say in the headline. Um. Something like that. It's about priests and that. Yeah. Um, so he's got a new film out. So naturally, his opinion is now in vogue. And what he thinks is, don't watch new movies, guys. And he's saying he's saying it's a good idea to not watch new movies mm. because he currently has a new movie out. Right. So he's like, don't watch the other new movies. Don't watch just any watch other mine. ones. Just watch mine. Right. Which is which yeah. is different and better because his is not set in the present. That's it, and that's so right. He's like, it's set, set in the past, so it's an old movie. Old Don't movie. watch the new ones, watch mine. Yeah, any yeah. film set before 1980, yeah. watch that. If it's made now, set now, mm. or set later, 
Blade Runner 2, for example, which is going to be released, as we know, 2049 or something. Yeah. Which is a long time away. Um, don't watch any movies, guys. So Matt says he's really coming down hard on yeah. the, the really the concept of movies still being produced and made. Uh, I think if he had his way, no movies would be made anymore. And he's just sort of like, please, guys, stop me from making movies. I'm getting bored. Please. Um, and, you know, I think he's right, because I've seen Silence, I'm and I really so wish bored. it had been replaced with the concept that it represents. Yeah. Which is Silence. Uh, so, did you see this video this week, Tim? What's this video, Andy? This video this week, Tim, this week? was from BBC Radio 1 Playground Insults. Oh, called. yes. Was it Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence promoting the new film Passengers, which I previously reviewed? No. Oh, okay. Fine. Wait, what did you say? Was it Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence promoting the new film Passengers, which I recently reviewed? It is, yes. Oh, okay. You misheard. So, uh, <laughs> what we've got here... Which, is, as we know, Passengers set in yeah, a restaurant. Yeah, Passengers in a restaurant. And do you know what happens in a restaurant? Eating. Everyone's upset. And they throw insults at each other, which is why, yeah, they're like, oh, you fucking spaghetti. And they, Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence, uh, Chris Pratt, in a what video, about top three? Brad oh, Pitts? top three Chris Pratt's. Um, the Go Compare Man, um, Jim, yeah, from Rosie and Jim, yeah. And it would be one of the members of the Four Seasons. That's how they're top related. three Chris Pratt's, Andy. Oh, I don't know, Jake. Jake Boosie. Oh, okay. Like Father, like Son, Gary Boosie. Is the second one. Yes. Okay, yeah. Third. And um, I guess probably Chris Akabusi. <laughs> what we wanted to do, I saw this video mm. and I thought it was pretty funny. <clears throat> yeah. Video is them throwing insults at each other just to kind of like show how playful their relationship mm. is. And you go, oh, they got good chemistry off screen. They've got good chemistry on screen. Fuck it. I'll watch Passengers, please. Yes. So we thought we'd have a, a crack at that. Um, and we're going to just do a couple of little yeah. playground style insults. Are we going to gonna throw yeah. shit at each other? No, like, just fucking... verbal shit. Verbal um, shit. All right. Playground insults at each other. Just yeah. see if we can make each other yeah. crack up or you well, know, cry. Feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right, okay. So, you Ready? Go, yeah, you go first, Andy. See how you can right. uh, crack this icy exterior. I mean, I'm pretty secure yeah. in who I am. There's right. not very much to you yeah. that you okay. can say to take right. me down. <sighs> pretty good. I fucking hate you. What? Why? Because I just think you're a dick. I, I, like, because of the podcast. I, Tim, I have met a lot of people in my life. Are you bragging? At least 700 people. That's, that's really and impressive. And you are by far the worst. Do you know what I do when I wake up in the morning? No, how would I know that? I wake up in the morning and I go, oh, I'm really looking forward to my day because I've got such a good life. Yeah. I've got a fucking great podcast. I've got great celebrity friends. Yeah. But do you know what happens every day? What? I have to talk to this prick. Tim Goodings. And for that, I wish I was dead. All right, you go. Yeah? Um, this is pretty good, right? Oh, yeah, that feels good. Uh, yeah, I think I'm good. I th- yeah, I think I might win this one. Okay. Come on, Tim. There we go. Um, okay. I mean, I, I don't know if you like, Tim was just like laughing so much under his breath, like. Like he knows that not to laugh too much on on mic because it's you know quite loud, but 
but I mean, guys, if you could see his his face, I mean, like he's he's crying uh, with I'm, I'm with crying. Like, just hilarity. He was he was laughing so much. He's he's crying, crying. Yeah. All right. Okay. You do me. You do me. Um. You got sort of big ears. Oh, that's that's brutal. Yeah. yeah keep going. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, no, it's, no, that hurts. Yeah. It's, yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember I saw you the other day and yeah. you were sort of walking. I didn't say hello just because I was in a rush, but you sort oh. of like, you kind of tripped over a curb. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. 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 That was funny. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry you, again? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. So the other day, right? Yeah. I saw you on the street. Yeah. No, I And what you did was tripped over and just fell like face first, probably yeah. broke your nose. Is that why? And there's blood's just streaming out everywhere. Yeah. Like well, the Land Rover just like starts driving towards you because he doesn't see you because you've fallen over and yeah. you're not getting up because you, you're just like you've banged your nose and you're crying obviously because you're yeah. a little bitch yeah. and like the blood's going everywhere yeah. and the Land Rover just drives over your back and you can audibly hear it snap like it just snaps uh, and like uh, grinds these bones into the pavement uh, and there's uh, blood everywhere like there's this child on the side uh, and blood just goes into his face uh, and I just look over at the child and go that that child looks like a young Tim Goodings. So I go over and I punch him in the face. All right, you're good. Like I'm, I'm not sure if I'm as as strong willed as you. Like, I'm not sure yeah. if I can take it as much as you can. But yeah, like, I'm give me something. Like maybe not. I'm taking you know, it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Go. Yeah. <laughs> we were in Argos. No. We were in a shopping centre and you went to the toilet and when you came out you obviously washed your hands and splashed a bit of water on your thigh and they were quite light coloured trousers so it was quite dark Yeah. little speck of water on your thigh and I didn't tell you. Oh for fuck's sake Tim why do you have to be such a prick about it? I was just trying to don't tell the tell our twelve listeners I piss myself. You, you got, do you know what, Tim? You got little eyes. You're you're a nasty piece of work. You got little eyes. Get out. You're you got, going, you you've got, gone. You've gone too far, Tim. Right. Uh, so, what have we got? Uh, we got, we've, got the, uh, we've got movie review section. Movie review. So, obviously, the big movie this week. Star Wars, the, the Rouge, Rouge one. Ah, uh, so we uh. went. So, okay. So, this is the first time me and Tim ever went to see a movie to review together. Obviously, we saw Patterson, but that wasn't really. We, we didn't yeah, review. Yeah, we yeah, couldn't yeah, review because yeah. it was shit. But the Rouge one. We saw so together. So review it together. So we're going to do a dual review. Ready? So word for word. word one, for, you do oh one yeah. and I do one. Okay, ready? Oh, we take it in terms of the same this words. movie was one of the worst edited pieces of shit Andy has ever not seen in 3D. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Because it wasn't, we saw it in 2D. So. We did. No, sorry, tell a lie. We went to the 3D screening, but didn't have any glasses with us. Do you think if we did have 3D glasses, it would have been better? Now? Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to see this podcast in 3D, actually. That'd be good. Once we've finished recording the podcast, mm. 
we'll use some kind of post-production technology yeah. and we'll have the we we'll actually make this podcast a 3d podcast i'd like that and then we'll find out the addresses of our 12 listeners and we'll send we'll post some 3d glasses out yeah. to them and we'll just what we we'll do is we'll put in that we'll edit this in now yeah. and i'll say and we'll edit this to right at the beginning of the podcast and i'll just say please put on your 3d glasses now and then you put that in at the beginning. Yeah. And I don't know why I did a weird voice, but it's yeah. like, if I do it like that, people listen. Do you want to do it one more time? Just... Yeah, I'll do it one more time. Yeah. Please, Please put, put on, on your 3D, 3D glasses now. And it's great because that bit of audio sounded like it was in 3D, which is great. So we didn't watch this film in 3D, but we should have done because mm. it was, the screen was. What do you mean? Um, now, this is the big question about okay. the film. And the big twist at the end is, yeah. who is the, the Rouge, Rouge one? one? Um, is it Darth, Darth Vader? Vader or is, is it, it the Rouge one? The Rouge one. <laughs> I mean, it is a good question. I think it was probably the Rouge one. They left it ambiguous. Which they I did like. leave it ambiguous. You're like, like I think it's Rouge, but it could be maroon. <laughs> yeah, I thought that. How crimson! I'm glad you thought because, like, during it, you turn to me and you go, "Is he Rouge?" Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, or is he maroon? I said, "Yeah." I was like. Andy was eating his popcorn. I said, uh, Andy. And he was like, fuck off. And I was like, no, Andy, yeah. listen. Andy, um, is, uh, I haven't got my glasses on. I don't know if I can see the colours properly. Is that guy... Is that guy rouge? And I said he looks more like a blood orange. Yeah, which I didn't know what that was. Yeah. Um, but I like the blood like... orange one doesn't have the same ring to it as the rouge, rouge one. one. Which, uh, which is a phenomenal title. Should we talk a little bit about the title? So what would you have called it? The film? Yeah. I would have called it Star Wars. That one that doesn't matter. Yeah, no, I would have called it the Rouge one though cuz it's a really good title. But you would have come up, you you're confident that you would have come up with that title yourself. Well, who else was going to? I'm in charge. But where did you get it from? My brain. Let's <laughs> review the film. Okay, so Act one. Act one. The Rouge one turns up. Turns up. And what happens is... He gets he's, out of his car. It's an everyday life. He gets he's out of his going, car. Like, he's getting out of his car. <laughs> he's just driving to work. And you're like, this is an everyday thing in the life of the Rouge one. And then suddenly something happens. Yeah. A, a to bus, disrupt his everyday, right, which um, in the industry we know as the inciting in, in, incident. In, inkling. And the bus... And, and what that is is a bus drives yeah. past. And it drives through a puddle. And it splashes all up his nice gown. Oh, but it drove... Through blood. Which is rouge. Which is rouge. And then it gets all on him. Yeah. And then Yoda, who's just on the bus. He's over there. He opens the door and yeah, he goes, oh, shit. Blood you are. You're the rouge one now. Yeah. And the guy's like, well, what do you mean? And he's like, well, you now are the rouge one. Mm. And he's like, well, what, what What? do I do? And he says, okay. Save space. Get on the, save it all. Save it all. Get on the bus. Please. Magic bus. Yeah. Get it on it. He Gets on, and this is the and this is a great cameo moment. He gets mm, on the bus. Who's sitting on the bus, Andy? JJ Abrams. JJ Abrams is sitting on the bus. <laughs> and next to him is Jean Luc Picard. Picard yeah. uh, which you know is a great yeah. little in joke for the fans. Oh, they love it. He turns to them and he, he looks at JJ Abrams and he says, "Hey, aren't you from the Jean Luc Picard?" Yeah. And, but no, and and he gets them the way around. Which I loved. Oh, as a nice okay. little joke because we're always getting those two yeah. confused. A little bow to the audience. A little bow. 
Most people would say a nod, but Do you they? were a full body bow, is what oh, you Oh, please, want. yeah. Um, yeah, I love that. So he gets on the bus. The bus takes yeah. him all the way to... But then it runs out of petrol, and it's on so the way to Dagobah, yeah. Yeah, because they just sat there and just go, well, I'm a movie director, and Jean-Luc uh, Abrams is, is like, I'm an actor. So, end of act one. End of act one. Yeah. He's still covered in rouge. Yeah, he's like, will I ever get to a dry cleaners to clean this fucking rouge off? Yeah, and that's where the, that's yeah. the, that's the kind of the big question at the end. Yeah. They go, oh, what's going to happen? And did they answer that at the end? Um... That is left for the for Rouge two, I think. Yeah, um, I did, like. I find that you know Rouge one was pretty pretty slow. Rouge two will probably pick up a bit, but I don't really think like a franchise like this will will pick up until around Rouge three. Yeah. So who do you think will play the Rouge three? Blue Man Group. That makes sense. Yeah, I think yeah. so. <laughs> There's three of them. Yeah. It's just a shame that uh, who, they... Who do you think will play the Probably Rouge? Green Day. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. the cast of Orange is the New Black. Five stars. Uh, okay, let's do a little trailer review we're going to have. Trailer review. This episode of the podcast is very very much about unity. We reviewed a film together. Unity. And this time around, we're going to review a trailer, trailer together. together. And we're going to say every word together. tomorrow. Oh, this week Baywatch fucking Baywatch mate Baywatch has come out the trailer they're making a movie so you've got the, the big rock Johnson Dwayne apostrophe the rock apostrophe Johnson Dwayne, Dwayne the rock apostrophe rock the no. giant Dwayne apostrophe the rock apostrophe Johnson Dwayne the apostrophe rocker Johnson no apostrophe comes before the rock and after the rock rocker Johnson is in the new Baywatch movie Dwayne apostrophe uh, with apostrophe his co-star Johnson. Kevin apostrophe heart heartbreaker heart Yes. And for this film, yeah. what do you need, Andy? You need a, a little, little heart and a and Bay watch. watch. Are you excited about the new Baywatch movie? So excited because Did you know you how the... much of a big fan I was of the original series. Yeah. Um, Mitch Buchanan. Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman obviously reprises his role of Mitch Buchanan. Like and Dwayne The Rock Johnson and, and Kevin The Heartbreak Heart have to stop uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman from Breaking the Beach. Let's yes. watch it. Here we go. Our team is the elite of the elite. We're the heart and soul of this very beach. We protect when other people don't want to protect. And we go above and beyond. If you want me, you can have me. Some other time. We're staring into the abyss here. City Council's already cut our funding. It's up to us to restore the Baywatch brand. I'm Matt Brody, ready for duty. Can you just uh, look at my boobs? I. You should look at my face. I'm trying, but it's so close to your boobs. This is the point where Kevin Hart turns up, and he's got this like beach blonde hair. That guy there, look. It's very different, yeah. This is the guy you think is a good PR opportunity for us. Do some shit! And that is the woman who took her top off in True Detective. Welcome to Baywatch. Why are you grabbing me so tight? Why does she always look like she's running in slow-mo? You see it too? So, Kevin apostrophe the heartbreaker apostrophe heart comes along, takes his top off. Quite pale, isn't he, in this film? It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. 
You know, like people like Christian Bale like lose a bunch of weight for a movie, or they like, or there's people like Ben Affleck in Batman who just like did all these weights and got like super buff. Slow like, time Kevin retire. Hart's just got like super pale in this movie. And that's a method thing, you think? Do you think as a me- do you think he's got method? I think he's on method and pale. canals into the damn X Games. Yeah, that's because we were in lifeguard pursuit. There's no such thing as lifeguard pursuit. How do I explain this so that you people understand? You people? You people? Oh, you don't get to say that. You're just tan. Right on. Come on, brother. I think that joke would work a lot better <laughs> if uh, if Kevin Hart was, um, or if the part that Kevin Hart plays was played by a white guy. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's I true. think that would have made it would have put a new dimension on it because... The first time I saw that joke was in Tropic Thunder. Yeah. When uh, Robert Downey Jr. is playing an actor who's playing a black guy and he says to someone, what do you mean, you people? Yeah. Meaning, are you being racist to me, a black guy, but he's actually white? And then another actual black guy says, what do you mean, you people? And what they've done in Baywatch is they've made that joke worse and with fewer layers. And they just had a black guy say it. But you're right, it would have been better if it had been a white guy. Oh, honestly, though, Andy, they're actually taking the piss out of Baywatch. Is the premise of this film? It does like, seem to it's be. Like, like... It, it seems like they're trying to do the same thing that Starsky and Hutch did with their movie, where they're kind of making it more comedic. Yeah. Because and I have not really seen Baywatch, the TV show, but it's not funny, is it? That bit in Baywatch where David Hasselhoff Fink. gets really drunk and eats that hamburger. <laughs> I mean, that was. Probably the funniest thing they've ever put on TV. But it was in Baywatch, so you're saying. Or Baywatch Nights. They watched the Bay at Night? Yeah. Why? Night times when all the criminals go. There's too much story to just get out of it. And they're like, there's so much story here. But it's what, you know, that we can't tell it all um, in just a normal show. So, listeners, the thing is here Tim uh, never goes out at night, so he doesn't understand that a lot of criminal happens at night. A lot of criminal happens yeah, at night. Yeah, yeah, and, I, I, and like no, that, David Hasselhoff Andy, comes along. He's like, I'm going to correct so you there, mate. I'm going to correct you there, mate. So crime. I'm going to correct you there, mate. That is exactly why I don't go out at night because of, of the, the crime. Because there's so much criminal happens, mm. and I don't want to be one of them. Have you ever done a? I don't want to be a statistic. Have you ever done a criminal? Andy, am I a statistic? Yes. What? Which one? Three quarters of, of seven eighths are maths. <laughs> Do you want to work that out? So in the meantime, I'm just going to tell you a little bit more about Baywatch. So Baywatch is a TV show that's based on seven eight, yeah. Yeah. Carry on, yeah. a book written by uh, Dan Brown. Um, first Carry written on, in 1954, uh, shortly after he divorced his seventh wife for uh, adultery um his seven kids moved in with his maid because she was a better mother than all seven of his wives and then he took the swimming pool from the house and he was like that's part of my divorce settlement and i'm just gonna move that over to, oh, carry on that's a shame uh he was gonna move the swimming pool over to his lake who that he owns who dan brown who's he he's a writer of baywatch massive 
got a few listener questions, I think, before we get to our interview segment. This one's from uh, Aquaga. In the film Cheaper by the Dozen, Steve Martin has a dozen movies. No, children. Cheaper. Oh. Steve Martin has a dozen children. Mm. What is this cheaper than? Okay, so 12 children is mm. cheaper than 13 children plus. And that, that's... It's just cheaper than more children. Yes. And But what if there were more? Because I think maybe if there was a sequel. So and, if, if... And, can I say this? Oh, of the course. The sequel was Please. called Cheaper by the Dozen Tim, 2. Tim, Tim, Yeah. Please say it. The sequel was called Cheaper by the Dozen 2. 24. No. Not multiplied by 2. 14. I think they had an extra child. I think you know there's a much better name for a sequel which has the word dozen in, but there's you're adding an extra thing, be that mm. child or sequence of, of the film. Yeah. And so it should have been called Cheaper by the Baker's Dozen. That is good. That's very clever. But it wasn't, was it? Anyway, this next question is from Budgerigar. In. In. I think his own, his, own, his own house, which I think he's paid off the whole mortgage for, which is good. Oh, in this day and age, congratulations. No, in his house. Here's this question. When mankind breathes its last, the earth will break free of the shackles. Last what? When mankind breathes its last, the earth will break free of the shackles of its brood. The planet will die. So will the universe, until all will begin again as before, with the same mistakes, the same disgust. The same hell is a line from a script that I'm writing. What do you think? And then in brackets he's put, it's a rom-com set in a bakery. And what is the question? The whole line. And then he's saying, what do you think of this line from a script that I'm writing? It's a rom-com set in a bakery. What's the line? When mankind breathes its last, the earth will break. Feels like he's missing a word. Don't need to say it because he's saying breathe. Fine, okay. When mankind breathes its last breath, the earth will break free of the shackles of its brood. The planet will die. So will the universe. Until all will begin again as before. The same thing. That's clearer now. I like that. Okay. What do you think, Andy? Um, bakery. I think you missed out a word. Please. Breath. That's it. That's your note. Yeah, when man breathes his last breath. breath. Right, but if you put that in, that's fine. You think that works? Yeah. Okay. So should we get on to our interview with uh, our guest for this week? Morgan Reese. We've got Morgan Reese, the famous Welsh actor. Well done on pronouncing the first H in the word Welsh. Welsh. Yeah. yeah. So um, join us after the break. Don't touch the dial. Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back to the talking show of Morgan. Do you know oh. the name of the show? It is the M- movies talking movies yeah. show. Mo- yeah, that's it. Movies. Not, it's not quite okay. I mean, I get it from Morgan. That's fine, but come on, Tim. Let's have another go. Pictures. Welcome back to the talking movies pictures movies show. I am sat here with my co-host Tim Giddings. I'm sat and the here. actor. Morgan Reese. Um, is um, it Reese or Reese? Uh, uh, Reese. R double E E S. That is how it's spelled. That makes uh, sense. Did you say R double E E S? Yes. It's three E's. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. That's great. Uh, and you're Andy Price, which is the other thing you said. I didn't say that, no. No, but you are. Sure. Uh, okay, so this is a podcast and we interview Morgan now because he's a star. Mm. Um, right, so Morgan, you were in a good old classic film, which we love. Uh, what's uh, what's your experience like? How was uh, you know, filming it and that? I'm so out of practice. It's been so long. No, that's no worries. No worries. So um, as you know, it's old. Cla- it's a take on a, a classic. It's called Clean Dancing, and uh, <laughs> I gotta be honest, it was a bit um, shit because I am great at dancing. Oh. So it was really bad. So, like, you're supposed to teach the person to dance. Sure, it's supposed to be like a, prog- a progression of like. You start off bad, maybe, and then through the film you get better. Yeah, it's like someone that can't sing, singing badly. Right, okay. So I can't help that I have rhythm. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, so it was a bit of a chore, but I loved it. Loved it. Loved the movie. Loved yeah. acting. Didn't enjoy the dancing. You didn't enjoy the dancing? I mean, towards the latter part, but that's when you get good, in it? Right, uh, if you okay, were great at the sure. start and then got bad, that's you did, a, just you didn't a enjoy weird having movie. to pretend to be bad. At, yeah, at, like at sort of nail on the otherwise known as head. Yeah, uh, where did you get your dance training? Have you been dancing for very long? Or uh, Juilliard. Um, great guy, great guy. <laughs> um, uh, every other week at the local rugby club, he'd come over. Uh, also did Zumba. You might as well play two and one. Uh, that's how I learnt all my dancing. Um, obviously, rhythm mainly came from just karaoke tracks. That's that's what the guy does. Yeah, of course. Does he but, get you to sing along when you're dancing? No, you got to come oh, straight okay. on your feet. That's, that's that. Is that what he says? That's what he tells you? Yeah, okay. uh, bottom up. He's very much a bottom up guy. Um, 
Now, Morgan, I uh, sense a bit of an accent. Am I right? Is that for um, the role? Um, if by sense you mean here, then yes. <laughs> it was one of the senses. Yeah. Well, I mean, it. it I smelt it, but... <laughs> If you dealt it, then I guess I heard it too. Uh, sorry, that's the Welsh cakes I've been eating. Welsh. Oh, fuck, I let it slip. <laughs> so, oh, so, no, so why have you been trying to keep that secret for so long? Well, how many Welsh heroes are there? Well, there's Anthony Hopkins, Richard Burton, Michael Sheen, he is Rob a hero Bryden. In Hannibal, you're right. Paul Potts. Paul Potts, the Welsh one. And, yeah, I mean, like, you Dun, can't cram Dun. any more people from Wales Michael in the Hollywood. Sheen. Michael Sheen is also another one. Christian Bale. His, um, this is just an interesting fact. His dad is a Jack Nicholson impersonator. What? Yeah. Professionally? And professionally, yeah. And they're all from the same town. Richard Burton, Anthony Hopkins, Michael Sheen, his, his dad, all from Port, Port Talbot. Talbot. Oh, yeah. Rob Brydon as well. So do you hope to join the ranks of this Welsh army of movie superstars? Were you from Port Talbot? No, but... Do you, are you trying to be? Yes, but okay. they are shutting it down. Uh, trying to get into the steelworks. It's um, the only viable uh, explanation I have to move there. Uh. <laughs> what would be an unviable reason to move there? To become a star... Um, right, yeah. not many employers are taking me on for that grounds. That's fair enough. Well, they've got a lot of them coming out of that place already. You know, that's obviously... Yeah, a lot of coming out, not many going in. That's sure. the problem. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. A lot of exporting, not a lot of... Uh... Yeah, no, I got you. So yeah. why did you set clean dancing in Port Talbot? Uh, budgetary constraints was a major one, mm. and also I put it as my rider. Is it rider when you say uh, sort of like you can you have to have this for the movie? Craft services. Craft services. Yeah. Craft services. What when you say it's you a have, movie? When you say you have to have something. Is craft services. Right. So when when Morgan says he has to have something as a movie as part of his contract, you think that's for craft services? Yeah. That's fine. Because a rider okay. is only food. Or or in what Morgan's case is, which is what he just said, yeah. the location of the movie. That's not a rider. That's not a rider. No, no, that's, that's not food. It's really what I'm saying. <laughs> it's that, a place. Yeah, in a way. In a way. <laughs> so, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good question. You, so, you, 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 you... As part of my contract, I stipulated that I has, has to, to be, be in Port Talbot. Okay. And is that the case for all of the films you've been in? No, I've sort of been moving my way, like, along the south coast of Wales. So. <laughs> what was your last film in? Um, it was in Tembe. And what was that one about? That was about... You know, there's a little island off Tembe full of monks. Uh, we weren't allowed there, so we changed that movie. Uh, it turned out... You know... Um, what did you change it to? Have you, have you ever seen... What's that children's programme? All the houses are different colours. Balamori. Balamori. We tried it, Balamori. did an we adult version of Balamori. An adult version of Balamori? Yeah, it was rubbish because we realised there was only adults in it. Uh, so we essentially just made Balamori. <laughs> now, obviously, you you kind of came to prominence from your performance in the um, the sort of I guess it was a rom com sort of comedy, um, romantic comedy. Did you hear about the Morgans, uh, which was um, where you starred alongside Morgan Freeman, Freeman mm. Morgan Spurlock, Captain Morgan? Um, he made one or two appearances. <laughs> Morgan. Stanley. Morgan Stanley, yeah. Um, and I loved your performance in that film. I thought it was... Uh, Glamorgan. Glamorgan. Excellent oh, guy. that's the place, not a person. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, you're good at that, aren't you? Yeah, what places are. Um, yeah, so that was a good uh, good start for you. So obviously, what most people will know you from. Yep. Did you hear about? <laughs> did you hear about the Morgans? Um, and yeah, was it sort of how long have you been going before that was sort of your? Uh, well, I'd been Morgan for about twenty years before that point. Um, I'm. I don't like talking about the movie. That movie. Or this movie. No, the Morgans one. Right. Okay. Because you thought it was cheap, just to kind of cash in your own name. Yeah. I mean, Morgan Freeman's not cheap. No, but you've been saying it's oh, tacky. Oh, sorry, I mis- yeah. misunderstood. Oh, oh, okay. Who who's called Morgan? Morgan Reese, let's get him. Right. I mean, like, type C A S T cast. You were in the cast. Yeah, I was in yeah, the cast. Yeah. I was in the cast. I should have yeah. said. Yeah. Um, have you thought about changing your name so this doesn't happen again? For the sequel, you mean? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but unfortunately, the sequel's called "Then We Met the Reeses." Oh, you'd have to change both names. I mean, like. Talk of fucking chances. Yeah, and who's in that? Mm. Reese Shearsmith, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, all R W E S. Yeah, yeah. Reese Darby. That's uh, spelled differently, though. Of course it is, but you know, so so is Morgan. Sounds the same. And then okay. who who appears as the funny cousin? Muggins. Muggins. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> it's crossover, crossover. No one expected it. It's like a little kind of hangover from the previous film. It's sort of like, oh, we're, we're yeah. a little cameo. Exactly. It's like the from... new Ghostbusters when you see Bob oh, Murray and Murray, you go, yeah. you shouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah, because it's a dreadful film. Is it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed it. No. Yeah, so obviously you've famously met your um, your wife on the set of this movie. Um, what? Sorry. Uh, yeah, you right, Andy? I was going to say the Reister Bunny. You were going to say that? Yeah, but then I realised I should have said it three minutes ago. And yeah, then I stopped yeah. myself. You, but you did still just say it, which is weird. Because you stopped, and I wanted—I didn't want to leave dead air because everyone knows what they say about dead air. Morgan, you um, obviously, as everyone knows, it's been in the press quite a lot uh, during the filming. Uh, you obviously met your wife on the set of this film. Yes, um, I did. Does she look like that in real life? Yep, she does. I mean, like, the camera oh. adds on £10, and there were loads of cameras. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> <laughs> She's fat. Yeah, that's the joke. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, how, how are things going there? So, obviously, you got married recently. So, so far, so good. Yeah. You know? Um, so, in the honeymoon period? In the fact that, like, we didn't get married. Oh, more oh, my so- mistake. Sorry. Sorry. No. Tim, what happened was you saw um, the movie yeah. and they got married in the movie, but that's yeah. not real life. Go uh, on. An on-screen <laughs> marriage isn't legally binding. But they said I do in the film. Yeah, it was a film though. No, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's in but like, with, with Titanic when the, sh- sing, uh, when the ship, ship sank. Sink. It did when the ship sank. That didn't actually happen. Yes, it did, Andy. Titanic sank in 1912. Right. <laughs> oh. I misunderstood Titanic. All right. Um, okay, so what about uh, Pearl Harbor? That didn't actually happen. <laughs> no, that's fair. Okay, yeah, I that, get it. Yeah. I understand. Um, I'm glad we cleared that up. Yeah. So, but it so, was. So, are you in a, so what? So what has happened then? So you weren't. Actually, you're not actually married. Is there any kind of relationship going on between you and Ooh, Diaz? <laughs> yeah, me of. and Diaz and are Diaz. like that. And for the uh, like what? Sorry, audio. for this is an audio medium. Oh, gonna, so, you're uh, like, so my fingers are so far was, apart. He put he put his one... index finger and his other hand. He put a little circle with his index finger and thumb, and he put his index finger inside the. But circle. what he actually did first, and that's not was... engaged. I was, I was, I was like having sex with her. 
You engaged your penis in the act of copulation. He actually, yeah, in a which way. is that's so that's fine, and that's Two you know busy. consenting adults. And now yep. you're engaged to be husband and wife. So you are engaged. Yeah, you're just not engaged. actually married. Yet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So because when you get married on screen, then you end up um, that is an engagement in real life. That's what it is. Okay, yeah. so it's like. Uh, so you have to have a certain. That's why most. I'm so sorry, Martin. Tim needs things explained to him. Have you ever seen four weddings and a funeral? No. Um, what is that? Is that a TV show? It's a movie. Go on. Oh well, we know movies. Oh, we know so. movies. Oh, that's why you thought it was you've a mentioned Reese Evans already, haven't you? No, I said Reese Darby. I should have said Reese Evans. You're right, but I didn't. <laughs> and Reese Smith. I said Reese Smith. Did he? Because he's yeah. not in this movie. <laughs> okay. But yeah, Four Weddings and Funerals are written by Richard Cassim and it's about four weddings that take place. And and is there anything else that takes place or it's just the four weddings is what you're saying? It's just four weddings, nothing else happens. Four weddings and... Gracious, oh, you, yeah, you're sitting down. A funeral. Oh! Um, so, obviously, as Andy has described, in a film, if a couple gets married, they have to become engaged in real life. What happens to a person that dies in a film? Oh, they just go to their own funeral. Yeah, they, but they have a funeral. They have but they're just not dead. Yeah, and they're not dead. Everyone thinks they are, though. Mm. Oh, so they have to fake their own death. Yes. Yeah. Which is the film? Yeah, the, everyone watches the film and goes, "Oh my god, movies this day and age so realistic. So realistic. They're dead. Titanic. So they like, organise a funeral. They go to the funeral. How do they get their real family to cry? Exactly. All that sort of stuff. All that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah no, I got it. That's understandable. This is a this is like an an industry podcast. So like, do feel free to go deep into the process. Oh, oh. We'll have to we'll have to explain it to Tim. But outside of that, you're like the Alan Davis of, mm. of this podcast, aren't you? Who's he? That, I, I actually know, but I was just playing that role for a second there I'm, to I'm demonstrate. The, I'm the Sandy talks to demonstrate. Oh, yeah. of course, yes, I am. I'm a, little, I'm a little bit behind. I found it interesting. So, um, clean, clean, da- dancing. clean dancing is a film about. Dancers. We don't know. Yeah, I, I, but I was, I was of, really. Talking over you. <laughs> Please, could you? Because when you don't, it just makes me want to stop. Yeah. <laughs> but when you do, that that's the only way I can get a question out. Yeah. Okay. I'll keep so, going. I'd love to know. Clean dancing. Clean dancing. <laughs> in clean dancing, it was about dancing, and how many dancers were in it? Well, if you don't include the montage, it's the same number. Um, it Tango, Foxtrot, Five. Oh, you're counting different types of dance. Um, yeah, so obviously there was a time where I was dancing on the street. One. Foxtrot. Two. Yeah. Tango. Dancing Three. in New York City. Dancing in New York. That was the street one. Beg your pardon, sorry. Okay. Dancing Is in the it? moonlight. Dancing in the moonlight. Everywhere they'll be dancing. Yep. Yeah. Dancing uh, in the dark. Dancing in the dark. Yeah. Um, uh, dance, magic dance. Dance, yeah. Um, um, dance. It must, it must have been recorded. Just, uh, yeah, that's something, isn't copyright. it? Copyright. A dance. Sky dance. I think Let's that's a production dance. company. Yeah. Let's dance. Another dance. Yeah. Belly. That dance. Um, so how many is that? I mean, you've been counting your hands all the time, Andy. So that's probably 20. around 20. So that's how many dances? So... Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, that's amazing because shit. that... that um, Obviously, um, what's obvious? <laughs> that there were twenty dancers. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, okay, cool. So, um, which one was here. your favourite? Oh, by far. Have you seen parkour? <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell if Tim has or not from that reaction. Yeah. 
Well, it was the scene when we went down to the abandoned mill down the road, and then we just did, and then we did all the parkour dancing from that. Obviously, we incorporated it with uh, street dance, which could be argued as parkour. Have you ever seen Stomp? I, I no, no. Oh, what is Stomp? They stamp Stomp. St- oh, ooh, Stomp. Ooh, stomp is they they kind of do dances with just rubbish and bits of shit, basically. Uh, to create rhythm, and that's very similar to what you were doing in the film. But I was to... shit. Oh, I see. That's okay. So you put a little spin on it there, which is yeah. interesting. Yeah. Now a lot of all about people... the spin. I'm a dancer. Now a lot of people have accused you of using this movie as a vehicle to launch your uh, career as an impressionist. I I accused yeah I accused. Is him. that you? you yeah. Said that. Did <clears> I... I said it earlier in the podcast. Did if I you remember? Did I accidentally read your blog again? I'd like to think it wasn't an accident, but if you've done it, I mean, that's certainly what I put in there. Can that be my Christmas present to you? To have read the blog? No, to make you think that I have. So have you? Yes. So, yeah, so how many were in there? Because I counted four. Oh, that was and a half. Yeah. I went straight up to five. Did you? That last one. One of them I wasn't sure. Which one was the last one? Um, it was uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog was the one yeah, that I yeah, really yeah. kind of... So what I wanted to do... Because I know, I know you, you maybe can't a half yeah. dog, but so, yeah. Because we got you on this podcast and like like people have accused you of that. So just real quick, um, were you using uh, that? As a platform to check impressions, impressions, yeah. Career. As it's you guys, yes. Okay, so what I wanted to do... This now what we, we do. Confirm, what, we get this out of people, I've you know. really been looking forward to having you on the programme is so yep. that you and Tim here can have an impression of... <laughs> Because Tim is so good at impressions oh, yeah. that I want to see. Honestly, you, yeah. name, you name someone. Right. Well, I, I hope you're good because some people have called me the Kevin McLeod of impressions. And um, what does that mean? It means I am okay. Right, okay. That's all we ask for on this Is podcast. that because you have grand designs on being the king of impressions, perhaps? If you call grand designs a great plethora of impressions, then yes. I don't, because you're saying you're Kevin McLeod. I want to say that you're shit at it, because I'm competing with you, so... Okay, so oh, first... Well, that's how competitions work, so yes. yeah. First, yeah. Uh, first impression, in light of this being a uh, a spiritual sequel to um, Dirty Dancing, or a prequel? <laughs> Is it a prequel or a sequel? Prequel. Pistake? Or a triquel? Pistake? Was it a pistake? Begins with P. It's prequel. Yeah, oh, okay. there we go. Sorry, yeah. So, um, in light of that, I'd like you to do Morgan. I want you to do Patrick Swayze in uh, around Donny Darko. Um, no, he's a paedophile. No, I want it. No, I want it around um, Ghost. Ghost. Right. And Tim, I want you to do it um, three weeks before he died of cancer. Who wants to go first? Well, I mean, certainly. I mean, you is... probably should. Uh, you probably should, Tim, because you, you're di- more... you're dying more Taste. urgent. Yeah. Oh right, yes, sure. And I should definitely do this now as an impression of someone who's dying of cancer is what you want me to do an impression of. Why, do you know someone who is? No, no. So what's the problem? I'm just saying that I I worried I just don't know if someone listening Well I I don't know. Do you want to do it four weeks before he died? Thank you. Just do that. Now yours, Morgan. Oh, me. So I'm in Ghost, right? Yes. You're singing Chime Melody. Ooh, Clay. That's, that's my, that's my that's Patrick Swayze. That's pretty that's spot on. That's spot on. I remember that line. All right, okay. Uh, second impression. So I'm going to give that one to Tim, because that was 
spot on. I know you're trying to launch a platform, but that's that underdog. Bring it back, but Tim's was. Do it again, Tim. That, you were right, Tim. Oh, so sorry, good. I thought you were real. No, I know, I know. I can good. see the colour yeah. just draining from my face because that is, you know, yeah. I just go all in for it. All right, yeah. impression number two. Mm-hmm. I want to see Christopher Here. Walken. Here. No, I want to see it. I want to see. <laughs> so, so you don't want us to say anything. You just wanted to do a physical impression. Yeah, he wants you to put a watch up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I want to see in here. Uh, Morgan, I want you to do Christopher Walken in the movie Seven Psychopaths. Mm. Okay. And Tim, I want you to do Christopher Walken uh, in about five years' time, just after he's been diagnosed with throat cancer. Is that right? Morgan, you go first this time. time. Okay, so Christopher Walken in Seven Psychopaths. I mean, this is a Tim speciality, so. Okay, well. So I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I'll, we'll, we'll get your speciality next. That's all right. Okay. Christopher Walken and Seven Psychopaths. Cranky, how many psychopaths? There's my Christopher Walken right, and yeah, Seven Psychopaths. He's, he's coming for your crown, Tim. All right, Tim. Christopher oh, Walken, five know, years can... in the future, just after he's been diagnosed with cancer. Cancer. Throat cancer, wasn't it? So that throat, could affect yeah. his voice. Well, is what we might you might have surmised. I mean, you're the yeah. impressionist. Oh. Nurse. Okay, so <laughs> I didn't know you could impersonate blood. That was incredible, Tim. <laughs> Thank you. Morgan, I thought you were the actor. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to interview Tim for the rest of this. I'm joking, I'm joking. I, I, I don't I, believe he's you. He's joking. That, he that, is joke. a Tim's, that is pretty much the only thing Tim can do. Well. Say the word nurse as Christopher Walker. Um, Morgan, what's your... So what would you what's say... What's your favourite impression? Yeah. yeah. And we'll see if Tim can even My, come close. Uh, no, it is the cookie monster. Oh. Ah. Okay. Now, I, I don't know what the Cookie Monster sounds like, so I'm going to be judging this one blind. This is an audio medium, Andy. Do you need thing for the impression, or are you just going to go straight into it? Um, I can go straight into it. All right. Um, what would you like me to say? Um, can you say, oh, no, I've got diabetes. Okay. Can I do one line and then go into it? If you've got a, a you know yeah. a sort of a, a little crux, a little phrase that you need okay, to cling onto, that's fine. It's like my Irish one, which is just screaming. Okay, here we go. Um, Cookie, I have diabetes. There we go. And okay, and that is your Arnold Schwarzenegger. It turned out to be more Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right, yes, but I mean, like as a guy that bulks, I believe he can sometimes be a cookie monster. But um, right, because he's big. Yeah, monster. No, I've got wavelengths. You don't. Andy looks scared. I think I'm lost. Do you know? So do you know who any of these people are we're talking about? That's a no. I think. So and, how and, and many? He, he, he was. He was in Expendables and Sesame Street. So how many times did Cameron Diaz walk off the set of this movie? Every time I did that impression. Every day, I'd imagine. She's not sleeping on set, is she? Mm. Not with me around. And oh, is it true? Is there any truth? Okay, let's get down to it. Is Diaz. there any truth? So let's, let's talk about is Diaz there, for a is, second. Let's Diaz talk, yeah? Yeah. yeah Diaz talk. Yeah. Is there any truth? Go on, lean into the microphone, Morgan. Okay. Yes. Is there let's any talk. truth okay. in the rumours that every single... single 
dancing that Diaz, Diaz was, was in, in. She, she was CGI. CGI. What have you had on here? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Who told you this? We have our, you know, we've got our insiders. Little birdie. Yeah. Not all of it was CGI. Right? Oh, okay. Just but the legs. Just the, just the face. Just the face. I mean, like, some would argue it wasn't Cameron Diaz. So Cameron Diaz did the dancing and you photoshopped someone else's face onto it? Or the other way No, I think what you're saying... No, that's, that's mental. What you're saying is that someone she else did the dance. She has not aged well. <laughs> it's a prequel, isn't it? So it's before... Uh, unfortunately, when we... Like, we like, you gotta look young. Uh, we forgot that she wasn't in the original. Uh, therefore, no one has anything to contrast it by. Uh, so she doesn't have to be younger than anything, really, because yeah, yeah, it was it was a very foolish part on the CGI people. I think they were just looking for work. Um, so <laughs> they've got nothing to do these days, have they? There? That's the problem. Is CGI is really dying out as a medium, so they've just got nothing to do. Yeah, so is exactly. There any opportunity? Is there any truth to the rumor that in one of the scenes where Cameron Diaz's face was CGI'd? It was CGI'd with, with your, your face. <laughs> and you were dancing with yourself. Oh, and that was an to the Billy Idol track. Yeah, yeah, that one, yeah. Yeah. I got me. You're the only people to clock it. Yeah. We couple... know movies. Yeah. I know. I mean, we like. We know movies. I mean, Tim, what like... do we know? Oh. Um, Talking I... movie. Oh, fuck. I got it wrong. Um, I, I'm good at finance. Fine. Is that right? Is that why we're still in the red on this podcast? Is that why finance. we haven't even paid off the microphone yet? I paid for the microphone. Did you? Yeah. What did I pay for? The other one. Oh, yeah. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> Is there any truth to the rumour? Uh, can I just check? There was in... So, I mean, obviously we're promoting the DVD release of this film. Straight to DVD. Yes. Is there any special truth? features? I looked at the deleted scenes. There is one. You know, you're waiting to say it around. Just give it a second. There is one first deleted scene which I I liked it. But which one was it? Well, I, I just want to check. Is there any truth to the rumor that in the deleted scene that I saw they a CGI'd Cameron, Cameron Diaz's, Diaz's face? face. I don't like these allegations. Okay. I'm sorry we're such a hard-hitting podcast, but sometimes you've got to get, especially with films like this, I know, because I like saw the allegations Morgan. like of, of the racism on set, the sexism, the violence, the appalling craft services, you've got to get down to the nitty-gritty. And do you know what I heard? I heard the clean dancing was dirty from the start. Isn't that ironic, you might say? And is there Why? any truth to the rumour that this is a straight-up remake of Dirty Dancing. Oh, shit. Because of the crimes. The racism. Is that a crime? Hate crime. Oh, and it's dirty. The so sexism. Dirty. Is that a crime? Sex crime. Tim, what other crimes are there? Run out of crimes. Theft. Murder. Is there any truth to the rumour that Cameron Diaz was CGI'd into the movie because you murdered her? 
All right, this I'm not CJ, yeah. I'm not uh, <laughs> CJI. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, my friend so you, Clyde James saying... from home. He's like he's a notorious liar. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> so you didn't kick Cameron Diaz into a um, canal in Amsterdam? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. you're saying she fell in? She fell in. She's a drunk mate. She fell in by herself. Of course she did. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, she too many of the old. You know, you know. Because I mean, it's weird because we tried to get her on the on the on the on the podcast. She's not available. That's, that's yeah, really what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Off the grid. Off the grid. Yeah that's, yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying, mate. And I'm wondering why she's so difficult to get hold of because we know her and we're surprised we didn't get her on, to be honest. Morgan, remind me, who was your uh, female co-star in your last movie that you were in, which believe, uh, I believe took place in... Um... Ancient Rome, wasn't it? Oh, was it the other, other Welsh one? Yes. Yeah, well, it was filmed there. Yeah. But set it took in place set in Rome. I mean, we're getting away from it here. So, uh, what, uh, what was the other place co- on the coast, coast of Wales... Little town. Oh, so I beg your pardon. Sorry, um, the one just gone. Uh, Tenby. Yeah. And Tenby. who, was your, yeah, who yeah, was your co-star in that movie? That was the classic Ruth Jones. And why have we not seen a series four of Gavin and Stacey? Because you kicked her into a canal in Amsterdam in the head. The perfect crime. Um, You're making a lot of confessions here, mate. I don't know if you want this to go out. I is mean... there anything else you want to confess to? <laughs> So Ruth, Ruth Jones and Tenby. Yeah, I mean, no one's saying that that we wanted a fourth season of Gavin and Stacey. I'm, I'm saying explicitly, I don't. You don't. But why did you? Um, hmm? Why, 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 why did you make me watch them all with you then? Because now you know what happened to me. Right. So I'd know. So I'd know what happened to me when I watched them, which is nothing really. Is boring. Right. So um, Morgan, obviously. Um, most people who've seen you in your previous roles, uh, the, the film about ancient Rome that I mentioned earlier, um, where you played, well, go on. I mean, you know what's the, the role that you played in the Maximilianus. Maximilianus. Um, oh, Maximilianus. And that was obviously a sequel to Gladiator. Yep. Yeah. Um, now, pretty good shape for that role because you were obviously a gladiator, mm-hmm. looking pretty good, pretty lean. For this role, you gained 110 kilograms. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when are you going to lose that again? The plan is summer of 2018. Um, is there another role coming up that you need to lose it for, or just... Just in time for the you're Olympics. Just, you're just... So, are you just putting it off just to an indeterminate point in the future so that you don't have to do it, or is there a role that you're actually losing it for at that point? Um, I am not losing it such, but I want to get rid of it straight after. They're, they're making a... Sequel of Cool Runnings where I'm playing John Candy. Mm. Um, so it's it's to bring it like sort of the cultural. You're playing di- the actor John Candy. I don't understand. But you're playing, you're playing maybe John Candy reacting to the events of the release of the film Cool Runnings. Ish, yeah. So it's about like John Candy. He never really recovered from Cool Runnings. It didn't do as well as he thought. So he, he fell out the bobsled. Yeah, I mean, like he was supposed to be a black guy. But he didn't do it. So he's going to make a remake of it, just to revamp it. Uh, except this time... And um, you're playing him making that remake? Yes. It's, so, so it's, it's, almost, it's almost a what if. Uh, but sure. So you're saying you have to wear a certain type of makeup for, for this film? Is that what you're saying? To, I, so I have the prominent features of John Candy, but I am mainly carrying the fat myself. Right. But in the scenes where he is supposed to be a black man... 
Oh no, to beg your pardon, sorry though. So he failed with that, so he's trying to make a revamp of it, modern day. Yeah. Modern day. Modern day. And is so he def- playing a white person in that? Yes, yes. He's he's learnt the errors of his ways. Errors of, of, of his ways. Beg your oh, that's, that's that's good to know, okay. That's a shame. So it's just a kind of a superficial changing of the face, kind of Steve Carell Fox catcher style, just to get that look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just big nose. Just big nose, big old candy nose. Yeah, sure. Okay, that's interesting. Um and um will you have Lost the weight again in time for the Harry Potter reboot that you're obviously starring in. Fingers crossed. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I, I, I really hope to lose the weight. Well, as you said, I've got 110 pounds to lose. Kilograms. Kilo- kilograms. That's Ooh. more. That's more. That's a lot more. Ah, oh, shit. Oh dear. There's 2.2 pounds to a kilogram. Well, you've got to play a 10 year old child. So I just wonder. Do you want Tim to fill in? How much do you weigh, Tim? Because he does a great Harry Potter. Tim, do you Harry Potter? Do you? Well, you do Hagrid, saying you're a wizard, Harry. Yeah. You're a wizard, Harry. Is that your impression? I'm you not an impressionist, Tim. No, I can That's tell. why I didn't take part in the co- in the competition earlier. Now, bear in mind, in the first Harry Potter film, he was dreadful at acting. Yeah. Um, but n- Whereas now, he's... But his profession was still an actor. No, I'm just saying that my impression is of someone who's bad Oh, at sorry, acting. I thought you were attacking me again, as no. usual. Per DM. So you say... You're a wizard, Harry. Sorry, I didn't intonate that very well at all. No, you're right. Do it again. You're Harry, wizard. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, what? No. That so is that's spot on. That is spot on. That's what he says in the film. Where is Tim? Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, no, no, sorry. Right. Yeah, you're like, oh, um, what happened to your forehead, Tim? Exactly, no, yeah. Where's your parents, Tim? Yeah, no, they Dead. are. No, you're not That's oh, funny, but they are actually alive. Like you're Cameron thinking Diaz. Of... Can we not talk about Cameron Diaz, please? We do not get along anymore, apart from being married. How do you get along with a dead body, right? This she is getting is very fine. intense. I, don't, I think I'm worried that our list is going right. Tim asked another question. I'm sorry. I'm, I was just very close with Cameron, and well, I yeah. haven't heard from her in a long time. And I mean, I, yeah, don't, know, I, I don't know who was the last one to see her, she's, but he was the last one to act with her. So that's I, the same thing. That's fair. And I'm worried about you know where she is, and because obviously, as I said, we would have we know her well enough. She would have come to the podcast if she was free. Her agent said she was unavailable. Is yeah. she covering I mean, up you're something? Barely our second choice, Morgan. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, we wanted Kevin Bacon, but uh, it's fine. Yeah, and because that was that was my right. second choice. I feel like okay. I feel like the the one was a guest you wanted, Andy, for this episode. I can't remember who it was. Um, Patrick Swayze. It was Patrick Swayze? Yeah, but he is dead. So, but so, who would you actually have wanted? And you know he's dead because we referenced it earlier in the podcast, so this can't have hit you too hard. Tim, I know he's dead. Yeah. But you saw but him, you saw doesn't... Ghost and you saw him come back as a ghost in that and you thought maybe he would do it for us. That doesn't stop me wanting him to be on my podcast. All right? Morgan, who, if you could have chosen... Is this why, is Morgan, this why Morgan, you've invited me? Morgan, if you could have chosen any other cast member to have interviewed... For this film, instead of you, who would you have chosen? Oh, that's a good question. We're back on so, track. So instead of me in the movie, someone else. No, 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 not in the movie. For this interview. <laughs> yeah, who would you prefer us to interview? Oh, I, I, I love that question. Um... <laughs> I do too. Murderer. Sorry. I think. Have you ever met the actor John Nettles? John Nettles. 
Mitchell's. John Nettles. From Midsummer Murders? From Midsummer Murders, yeah. I Does think he would be an absolutely cracking laugh. <laughs> was he in this film? Was he in Clean Dancing? So, why are all your references? Did he play the, the, the chief? Did he play the chief of police in Clean Dancing? He did, didn't he? Yeah, yes, he did. did. Okay, good. Also played Decide Barnaby. Oh, so he had a cameo as his Midsummer Murders character? Yes, he did. That's very interesting. And was that just a kind of like... What solved the murder? I suppose a little bit. I mean, like it was. Um, yes, so he did. So he came around, solved the murder. Uh, oh, that's a bit of a spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah, no. Spoiler alert. Just, uh, <laughs> cover your ears. There's a, there's a, there's a murder in clean dancing. Yeah. Whoops. Uh, what's the, who 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 gets murdered? Yeah. Uh, who gets murdered? I can't say. Jamie Bell. Well, it's not you, is it? So. Don't know. Well, we know because we've seen it. Yes. But I mean, can I mean, you, like, so who got murdered in? Clean dancing. Can you give us can their you, initials? Initials. P Q. Pamer and Kiaz. Fucking knew it. Pauline Quirk. Pauline Quirk. Nope. She made it all the way through. <laughs> oh, thank God. I did wonder why she. Again, was in I, last know, scene. That was the, I know. I know. I've seen why it. Why she was um, in the last scene? That makes sense. Yeah. She so sorry. I just, just want to clarify. Who it is you mean? Because it's not Pauline Quirk. Peter Quinn, the local postman. What part did he play? Postman. <laughs> is that the character name? Is that the actor? Yeah, the character name is Peter Quinn. He's local oh, postman. Um, that was of course played by Pauline Quirk. Pauline Quirk. Yeah. So in a way, we were both right. We're really confused because she didn't make it to the end. <laughs> yeah. Actually, she's dead in the film. You killed her as well. In the film, Andy. Let's Fuck. not let's not confuse reality like with this Tim. film. Morgan, can you put your earmuffs on a second? It's just like Tim. We're in the presence. We're in the presence. Christmas. Christmas. Sorry, uh, murder. Murderer. What do we do? Hey, Morgan. What should we do, Morgan? I think you killed Cameron. I think you killed Paul. Crow. Oh, yeah. Paula. Who are you saying? Cameron Diaz. Pauline Quirk. Yeah. Both no, Pauline Quirk's dead in the film. If you ever want that really full quiet, series, mate. I don't think this is coming through. It will do, Tim. If you ever want a fourth series, Gavin and Stacey. You know that I don't. If anything, I'm not too fussed that he's killed Ruth Jones. Well, I'm more fair, worried about Cameron Diaz. Fair, I want to see a sequel to Sex Tape. To, to be fair... Whatever happens, I want to know. Ruth Jones is dead, and we won't. Get they the didn't season fully explain season. what the cloud is in that film, and I want to know what it Tim, is. Do you want me to explain what the cloud is? The cloud is where weather happens. I don't think you can't put a tape in the cloud. It's an incompatible S- technology. Well, then, then I want to see them explain that at least in the sequel. Tim, I've just realised something. What? Morgan's looking at us. He took his earmuffs off. Hey guys, how's your talk going? Come on, Morgan. Fuck's sake. Don't look at us like that. We're, um, just, we're just interviewees. Okay, let's get into... No, let's wait, get no, into okay, we'll start again. Interviews. Whole thing? Interviews. <laughs> Morgan, so, clean dancing. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, clean dancing. Let's let's get back on track, Morgan. Um, Tim, you distracted. Yeah, that's, I'm actually literally talking that right now. And I'll... Did you use a hammer? Andy, I'm trying to get back on track with the actual interview. Cameron this, this Diaz. This the robe we've been on now. You married let's her in the back. film? Yep. Right, that's not too much of a spoiler. That happens at the beginning. That's how the film kicks off. Yep. And obviously, then you move to this other this other town mm-hmm. where dancing is outlawed. Yep. Is that what dirty dancing happens in dirty dancing? 
Footloose. I've not seen it. No, that's Footloose. That's Footloose. That's so, I'm getting confused. He's, he's missing a leg. Okay. Just, so, yeah, if you so just give so, us a very brief summary of the plot of Clean Dancing. So you and Cameron, me and character Cameron, name, obviously Linda. Yep. Um, you get married, and the sort of like nice little montage of you starting your lives together. Linda you Robson. move. That's the character name, yeah. Yep. Uh, move to. Um, I mean, it's obviously it's it was filmed in Port Talbot, but it was set in Port Talbot. Port Talbot as well. Port Talbot. Uh, we yeah. didn't. We felt that the steelworks would give it away every time. So, so you thought just set it where it's where it is. That's fine. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, uh, so yeah. So obviously, says so I marry Linda at the start. We move away. Mm-hmm. However, she's always plagued with the fact that our first dance was terrible at your wedding. At our wedding, yeah. So the point was, which well, we see, and it's it's a lovely sort of bit of slapstick yep. where you kind of you get your feet knotted together. And it's just an absolute mess, and then obviously yeah. you end up in the ambulance. But still, it's, it's a good laugh. Yeah, I mean, like that's just the stags. It's just stags that do, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. they do. So it was like, yeah, yeah. Absolute yeah. pranks. Andy, you know, that actually came from, like, they actually turned down loads of the pranks that, that actually happened to me that I wanted to put in the movie. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I remember when I was y- younger, brilliant prank. Uh, so, do you know, know, uh, hang on, one second. He was just about to give a fucking excellent one anecdote. One second. Are you saying on this movie... There were pranks on set. There was occasional one. If ones. there were, I forgive everything. Like Cameron Diaz never made pranks on set. You sure? I'm not sure. Well, we might have hit. Might Sex tape might be more should, long. Okay. So, more. Tell us about your pranks on set. Uh, well, Is there any truth to the rumor that there were pranks on set? There were. Loads of pranks on set. Oh, I can't wait for this. So, um, the one, the one, the ones they always used to do to me was um, yep. put put the cling film over the toilet, yeah. oh, and yeah. then give you a swirly, and you can't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that that is funny, Tim. You're right to you're right to laugh. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a classic. Any others? Mainly that one. Mainly that over one. And over, over and over again. Yeah, that one over and over again. You know, you'd think I'd learn, but um, <laughs> they, they, they take yeah. a while to move to another person. Learn but, to um, kind of spot the sheen coming off the toilet seat, and you think, this is fine, just a normal swirly. I'm happy to put my head down here. Yeah. But actually, suddenly cling yeah. film and goes Yeah, and that's the fifth time you forget to shit first. Yeah, of course. That ruins the prank, doesn't it? In a way, yeah. In a way, that's great. I like that's a good. Was one of the best pranks we've had on the on the podcast. So, um, yeah, what sort of staggy kind of pranks have you encountered in your? Um, yeah, so as you know, like George Clooney's really good for pranks on set. Yeah, yeah even... Ben Thurston told us that he did some great ones on his um, Bloomsbury set. Yeah. Oh, brilliant! What did they do to Ben? Um, I think for that one, it's a steering um, wheel situation. Well, Ben. Well, actually, Ben took the steering wheel away of the car that George Clooney was in. Hmm. Uh, and he just went straight into some tyres and an assistant director. Uh, I think as a result, now he now does the pranks because he's like, no one's fucking cranking me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he got he got gave clearly a taste for it. I think uh, he doesn't want to get pranked. He's you know who pranks the pranker is what he's sort of thinking. The prank men, original <laughs> prankster, OP Ooh. offspring. Ooh, I like that That's idea. Fun. It's your favourite song, isn't it? It is my favourite. Prankster's Paradise. Yeah, as I walk through the valley, uh, the, the shadow of, of death. death. Yeah, I take a look at my life, and then I. Is there any truth to the rumor there. that you're the prankster of death? Is that the name you're going by, Morgan? Can you put your um, earmuffs back on for us? Prankster's One delight. One more time. 
Tim. I'm That's worried yeah, sorry. that we're interviewing a serial killer and he's just told us his serial killing name. And I fear for our lives. Which is? Prankster's Paradise. Prankster's Paradise. No, the original Prankster. The original Prankster. No, the prank. What did you say? What's more? <laughs> we know he's listening. He's not. Yeah, go on. Prankster's Paradise. Prankster's Paradise. That's the name. That's your name as a serial killer. Because that's a place. We've done this. This is the second time this happened. It's it's a place. You're getting confused. A place, not a person. It's you, Cameron Diaz, Jamie Bell, in one of the best ensemble pieces. Oh, Jamie Bell. Ever. Because he can dance in Billy Elliot, um, yeah. and he's also big rocks. Uh, this is Obviously, this is a very musical film. You're mm. dancing, and it is... Uh, as you said, a little bit too good at the beginning because it's supposed to get like supposed to get better yeah, and improve. Yeah. But yeah. obviously, you're a natural dancer. Um, but yeah, a lot of music in this film, which you know, most of which was actually provided by you um, and your your band. So we wondered. It's amazing that we didn't even it being like a you, we talked about the dancing, but it's also a musical, and we didn't even get to that. But. So obviously, you've got your uh, you you were very heavily involved in the soundtrack of this movie. And as you've just told us, you are the prankster's paradise. So I've queued up one of the songs I think is very pertinent to this. And I think you're going to be pretty excited about it. So this is, um, like, I don't know whether this is, Tim, I don't know whether this is going to set him off or rein him in, but should we give it a go? Yeah, let's just go If I'm recognising the song... Yeah, would we like to? Would you like us to introduce you as Prankster's Paradise or uh, your full name of Morgan Reese? Which one is less likely to get us killed? You can call me Prankster's Paradise. All oh, right, and so I guess okay. we'll. Um, this will be the song. Yeah, just the. Uh, here we go. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is Morgan Reese with one of the songs. I mean, he literally just told us to call from Prankster's his Paradise. Film. Sorry, don't, this is Prankster's Paradise with one of his songs from the film. Clean dancing. The time of my life, and I've never felt this way before. Yes, I swear it's the truth, and I owe it all to you. Cause I've had all the time of this life, and I owe it all to you. Obviously, of course, the song that plays in your wedding dance in the film. Yep. Yes, okay, great. I remember <laughs> your one thing I can't give enough of. So I tell you something. This could be love because clean dancing is all that I do. I wash and I scrub because of you And I swear it's the truth No bacteria's going on you I'm worried you're gonna have to pay royalties for a second there, Tim Thank you very much, that was wonderful No worries, thank uh, you very much for having me A great deviation from the original uh, song I liked how, how different it was, your own little spin there um, Now, something we do always ask uh, all of our guests, just to um, obviously a clean dancing film you're in. You being someone that's in the film, you you know obviously know a lot about the film. If you could rate the film out of five stars, how many would you give it? 
Five stars. That's incredible. That is incredible. That is incredible. One day, I just hope yeah. they go, no, it's, it's okay. And considering... And then, and then we don't have to, you know, yeah. the audience don't have to see it. And Cause... considering you murdered your co-star. Mm. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, well, I mean... Sorry, we forgot... Oh, shit, we forgot to tell him to put the earmuffs put on. put your earmuffs on again, Morgan? Sure thing. I, he seems quite jovial. I don't think he's necessarily... I mean, I think maybe we've overreacted. Do you think we should tie him up and lock him in our basement just in case? I thought you'd never ask. No, not you, him. No. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Right. So, Morgan, what I'm going to have Morgan. to get you to do... Take That's it. Good luck. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to... See these here? Yeah. There's three little pills there. Yeah. And They're for the headache that you're going to have in the morning because you look like you're just coming down with something. Can you mm, just I feel like I'm coming down. And the other, yeah, and the other one, just... one of them is also a good acting pill. Yeah. Which, hey, I'm not saying you need it, mate, but actually, it's just, you know, there's nothing wrong with improving. And what's the third one for, Andy? Just, no? The other one's Athletes just for take drugs. Well, the other one's for athletes' foot. Athletes take drugs. What's one? Athletes' foot. Athletes' foot. Yeah, so there we go. I mean, like, I haven't got it, but I don't want it. Yeah, okay, there we go. Swig them down with a bit of water. There we go. And now, if we just drink Tim, sing this with me. Lullaby and goodnight. Morgan Race. Where you sleep like uh, a basement. Baby. Basement, yeah. Well, oh, oh, his eyes are getting heavy. That was so good. Yeah, no, well, they are good. How are you yeah, feeling? Yeah, you know what? Effect. Effect. Yeah, With a new one, He's gone. He's off, always. Right, Tim, can you get that, that can... bit of rope over there? What yeah. we'll probably have to do is just hang him, to be honest. If you could just hang from... him? Well, it's basement, there's upkeep, isn't there? You've got to feed him. Oh. If we just hang him, we throw him out the window into the canal. Okay, well, uh, probably not do that now. Let's just get the podcast done with. All right, so, okay, so if, uh, yep, should we do the outro? Sure. Uh, thanks, thanks so much for well, joining us, guys. Well, don't wake him up, because he's not going to Thanks that. so much for joining us, guys. Good night, everybody. Um, thank you. Time. Thank you. In sort of, in principle, we can't hear us. And, to our guest, Morgan Reese. And go watch Clean Dancing now in cinemas. Yeah, come back. And come back next week. Don't touch that tile. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. 
Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.